calling all patriots. The time is now to take a stance and let your voice be heard. Join us on Unmuzzled Chat Podcast, where we are seeking to improve lives and ensure a better tomorrow. Be a guest on the podcast. Your story matters. Join the community. Support this movement. It is only our futures at stake and our children's. Let's take our muzzles off and unite. We are excited to hear from you. Find us on Rumble or any podcast app by searching for Unmuzzled Chat. God bless you all. See you soon. Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service. Blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care Mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. All right, you've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am Clay Edwards. We are live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. I'm joined in studio this morning by my favorite white liberals and yours, my co-host, Mr. Sean Yurtkaran. Good morning, Sean. Morning. How you doing today? Pretty good, pretty good. Just, you know, sleeping in my office. That's fun and, and dealing with the whole power issues everybody else is dealing with. You still don't have power issues. Well, my my issue turned in from a power issue to a air conditioning issue, where now I need a compressor. So um, luckily, I've got a luckily I've got an office with an air mattress, and all that's good good to go. One thing I didn't notice though, yeah, I usually come from my house from Bellhaven up forty nine, Mega Evers straight up. But I took two twenty this morning, and I haven't done that in years because my office is on Lakeland, so it was just easier to get on the interstate. How many burned out, broke down cars did you see? My God, man. I mean, it's like, and it's also like the Indianapolis 500 on that thing. It, it is. I was kind of People getting, think 220 is the speed limit. I think, yeah. I, I've heard people say that. I just haven't been on that in so long. And I was like, holy crap. And I was going about 80, and I'm like, just getting cut off. And I'm like, what is, does everybody just mind change on that? Or Man, I don't know what it is. Of course, I, I, I do understand getting through Jackson as fast as you can. What's the old song? If you're going through hell, keep on going. Maybe right. you can get out before the devil knows you're there. <laughs> yeah. Man, you know, they have been without power since at least last Thursday or Friday at the end of 49 there. As soon as you get off off of 220 mm-hmm. and you're coming north on 49, there's gas stations right there. Yeah. Uh, the red light's right there. Sure. All that's been out for By a presidential week. hills kind of, I guess, right? Yeah, before you get to it. Okay. Like literally right at right at the exit there. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I got the, took that exit this morning. I, and, uh, well, I guess on this it. side of it, it's called 49. The other side is called Medgar Evers. Okay. Boulevard, well, on the 49 side of 220, all, and I don't know how far back towards the city, but coming out this way, the power's off at least till, I would say, probably two presidential hills. Jeez, man. I mean, it's a, it might, you know, Bellhaven, some of Bellhaven's got power, some of it doesn't. I'm sure that's, I don't know, what's it like in the suburbs? Brandon has power? Or? For the most part, it seems like it has power. I'm just seeing some people in some more rural areas just got theirs back on yesterday afternoon, last night, stuff like that. 
It's a, and there is some energy hate going on. I even saw Brandon Presley issued a press release saying he was going to investigate them as part of the PSC and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. so I, I guess with the energy stuff, a lot of it has to do with, I, A, I still take the stance that it was a very widespread storm. Right. You know, like, it, it wasn't like if it comes to, and let's just say, tears up Madison or tears up Brandon, and they could put all their efforts into one consorted, concerted area. And, like, we're going to knock this out. We're going to get it rolling. You know, like, like Rolling Fork, for example, gets hit by a tornado. You know, you send all the all your resources to one area. Here, man, that storm was literally covered the entire state. Of, I mean, not the entire state, but from east to west, west to east, a good 30, 40 miles deep all the way across. It did some damage in a bunch of areas. So, yeah, that's it, a- it's hard to send everybody to one area oh i agree with you i mean i think uh i mean obviously if you're sitting right now with no ac trust me i know it's not fun and don't have a place to at least i have a place to go if you don't have a place to go it, it's it's miserable so everybody's just hot and sweaty and angry mm-hmm. I, I get it but i'm with you i don't know i can't really put this all on energy completely just because of that nature hell we were here that we were here friday morning when that storm hit remember we just kind of were waiting to come to yeah. the studio mm-hmm. i mean it was it was bad i thought it was a tornado that came through but I really, that's what i thought for a moment it felt like you know the sound of the freight train coming through and all that kind of stuff yeah you know then they got then they can't work when the other storms come through so every right. every day there was another 80 mile an hour golf ball size football tennis ball size softball size hailstorm. some two a day you know depending on what time of the day it was mm-hmm. so it, it was a bad situation i hope everybody's got the power on now but speaking of all that Jacksonians shooting at energy workers. Yep. I mean, now there's some mixed reports that they weren't shooting at them. It was a carjacking nearby. Some say that energy people got robbed. I've seen screenshots of personal conversations between energy workers or contractors Mm -hmm. that say they got robbed. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I totally believe that. Why would they lie? Yeah, why? What's the point? Uh, I mean, you know, but I also know for a fact Jacksonians are going to love this. This is rich right here. This is so rich. Uh, did you know that energy workers get paid hazard pay for coming to Jackson? I didn't know that till you texted me that last night. I had no idea that they got that. So this is a – I screenshot this conversation from one of my personal conversations. My buddy said, hey, did you know the energy worker pays their guys hazard pay for working in Jackson? I was like, not surprising. He said it's a hundred percent true. My buddy showed up, showed us where on the weekends in Jackson, they get time and a half plus hazard pay. That's how you know they're in, they're in a real hellhole. Jackson is an embarrassment. Jacksonians, you're so terrible. You're so terrible that Entergy has to pay people time and a half plus hazard pay to come mess with you. Look in the mirror. Have a coming to Jesus with yourself. Sean? Man, it's a, yeah, it's, that's just, that's a horrible thing. I actually, some people reached out to me too during that and said, uh, well, that they had lived in that area and that it was a carjacking. But whether, whatever it was, it was some kind of crime happened, right? I mean, it was something just happened. <laughs> oh, it was just a carjacking. Yeah, it was just a car. Yeah, we're just used to, well, I told you before, two of those happened in the summer of 21 in front of my house. I mean, it's a, I guess it's just a common thing in Jackson. Like, yeah, I had a couple carjackings, you know, went home, had dinner. Well, there were no two deal. the other day back to back. One old lady got carjacked and possibly shot, if my memory serves, and then. Two other people got shot in a separate incident. Saw that, Like, right. my back-to-back WLBT breaking news things on the app were 
carjackings. Mm-hmm. And they, I was like, is that the same one? And they're, they're, it's evolved? Like, nope, two different ones. Well, I mean, maybe they were outside uh, with no power, and they were like, well, what else? We don't have anything to do. Instead of uh, hang out and go to the movies, it's, let's do a carjacking. You know, still, still to this day, the funniest thing that's happened since I've been on this show are those two stolen cars crashing into each other a few weeks ago. That was that was kind of epic. I agree with you. I mean, I just always think the the phone, the funniest things that I was, I was talking about this on Facebook the other day is the um, when they stole the police cars' wheels, tires, and all that stuff. So, Remember that? Yeah. Well, interesting, interesting thing here on that. That started the whole Save Jackson page. Did it? Okay. The uh, I got a report yesterday. Now I can't prove this, so let me just say allegedly. Allegedly, let me open up my email here. Um, Jackson may have tried selling some stolen police cars that they had already been paid insurance money on. Oh, God. I'm going to read this to <laughs> you real quick. All right. Let me pull it up here. All right. Now, this is from my source. You know, he says, uh, the, NCI, the NICB, the National Insurance Crime Bureau, caught JPD trying to sell basically stolen police cars. Here's the story. JPD listed cars they were sending out for auction with their VINs. NC, NICB ran all the VINs, and several came back as insurance-owned theft cars, meaning insurance paid the theft claim. Uh, JPD eventually found cars, impounded them, but never notified the insurance companies that they had them. Then we're going to sell them. There were six there, three of which uh, were in their company's name. So <clears throat> there's like several. I, I can't quite understand the end of the email there. Mm-hmm. But JPD reported these, these police cars stolen, which I find that interesting. Because I don't remember police cars being reported stolen. And who do you, you, you report? They report to the insurance agency. Well, You're so saying. the JPD still got to report it internally. Okay, right. Yeah, to themselves. Like they're reporting. Yeah, they got to they do a police report on the stolen right. police cars. Sure. Then you file the insurance claim. Well, then they recover the police cars. And, and, and I'll give them the benefit of the doubt that nobody down there probably knows what they're doing. I was thinking there might have been some administrative failure there yeah, yeah, at that's that what point. I'm at. Right. Yeah, it's an administrative sure. failure that, hey, we, uh, well, this is what happens when you just get people with college degrees jobs that they haven't actually had to work their way through. You know, start at the yep. bottom, see how this actually goes. You know, not just, hey, here's a degree, here's a fancy title, uh, figure it out. Yeah, with your uh, English lit degree, like, figure, figure this one out degree. for it. Your diversity, <laughs> equity, and inclusion degree. I mean, I think we've talked about it so many times about how we don't put any uh, effort into trade skills and i was thinking that this week with the with my air conditioning and I, the guy that uh comes and does he, he's with central ac works great company by the way his name's justin and i always feel like how lucky he is that he's got a business small business with his wife and and he's probably just killing it right right now with everybody's ac problems and and some, somebody that's got a english lit degree is you've know, got some minimum wage job that's usually what happens they does that if you have an english lit degree you deserve a minimum wage job mm-hmm I mean, I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to do with it? I don't yeah, I mean, are, are you going to be a teacher? I mean, you can go do something stupid like go to law school. <laughs> like yeah. mine's not a, it's in political science, but same, same. I mean, if, if, I, look, I understand school if you're going to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. I understand school if you're going to be a doctor, an engineer. Uh, I'm afraid AI is probably going to replace engineering. It's one of those that maybe replace lawyers. Apparently, right? I, I'd be very afraid if I was a. Uh, if I was an engineer, AI just seems like something that could 
that could plug mm-hmm. that gap. Right. Because um, you can do a lot of those, especially do a lot of those calculations. And, yeah, and such, yeah, right? that's kind of what I'm thinking of. Yeah. And, and, and maybe not. Maybe there's just some stuff it can't do. Maybe you actually got to go out in the field and, and, and do some stuff. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, uh, JPD. Let's see here. I, I have a, a text from a from a guy within within the halls of JPD. He says JPD is self-insured, so it wasn't stolen police cars. If anything, they were recovered stolen vehicles sitting in the impound lot. Interesting. Hmm. That's right. The city is self-insured. That's a good point. Sorry, I yeah. forgot about that. He's absolutely right. So I'm still curious, you know, if they say JPD, if they were JPD cruisers, you know, that have been insured, that they've been claimed on some kind of insurance based on the VIN numbers. I guess their own insurance, right? They're self-insured, like he's saying. Yeah. How did that work? I wonder. How did they? If they, 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 they cheat themselves. <laughs> yeah, I, look, I trust nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I trust nothing. I, again, I always like to, to throw this out there. When I talk about JPD, I'm not talking about the officers. I'm talking about the administration, the administrative side, and just the nonsense. You know, the mayor. Uh, they say particularly this, the mayor. They right? say this new police chief is a solid dude. Do they? Yeah. Okay. I mean, like guys within the within the, the the halls of JPD down there, they like this guy. That's a good indicator, then. Now, now here's the thing: it doesn't, it ain't going to matter because Chakwe is not going to let him do his job. Exactly. If he, 100%. If, if this guy tries to do his job, he won't be doing it for long. Hit the road, Jack. <laughs> Don't you come be, back no more. Hold on, now you can't arrest my drug dealing buddies. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we've all discussed. They work this. for me. Yeah, <laughs> allegedly. I, allegedly. I mean, he's uh, he's he's been you know hell bent on uh, destroying the department. As far as I've what I've seen, what I've been told by different people that work there and those kinds of things. And uh, he's 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 not going to be satisfied until that happens. It seems like no, until you know until his father's face is on those badges. Then <laughs> then that's that's when he's going to be satisfied. Finally, yeah. I mean, I don't even know. God, I think he. Do you think? I think he would disband the entire police department and just have like a social services something like that right i'm trying to come up with something but i mean it just goes back to the old capital police thing we're in the, one of the top crime cities in the country and you're like well i don't want any help that's like saying if i'm drowning and somebody's throwing me a life preserver i'm like now nah, i don't need that man i'm just gonna wade here in the water mm-hmm. i don't want anything from a republican i mean i don't care who's throwing the life preserver i'm taking it <laughs> like i'm not i don't care you know if it's donald trump throwing me a life preserver it, i'm getting on that thing brad franklin and chocolate could throw that thing and if i'm if i'm drowning i'm like all right i'll hold on to it for a second anyway yeah i don't i don't care or like if it's uh or if i'm in the water with a bunch of people and i'm i want to give them the life preserver which is kind of what choke should be doing with capitol police like you've got you got you're not just looking out at yourself you're responsible to the whole citizens of the city and you're like now nah, we don't need any more help well, the citizens wanted the life preserver, but Chocolate wanted it to come through him. Yeah, exactly. It's all about him. He he wanted to be the one to throw it out after he strip-mined it for all it was worth. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I I just like the bit, garbage contract. I'm going to need a little bit of this over here. Right. You know, just like the garbage contract we talked about yeah. so long. I mean, I mean and, and it's proven that one of these set-asides uh, from his camp did, in fact, get one of these uh, – get some of this garbage contract – uh, that's tied back to this company with some of this, one of these BS jobs involved into it. You know, mm-hmm. these subcontractor gigs. Well, yeah, the ones that story that you broke before about that. Yeah, right? I yeah. mean, that's fact. Mm-hmm. You know, I may have had a detail off here and there, but at the end of the day, the gist of the story is correct. All right, let's do this. Let's take a break. Let's come back. Let's shift gears. Let's talk about the Titanic submarine. 
Are you going to sing the song? My heart will go on. <laughs> Every time I play music on this show, I catch a uh, I catch a copyright strike. I, I was going to ask you that question, like because I saw somebody else on some radio show got busted on that, and I didn't know how that. I, I know that you know when you get least Spotify, if you have like a gym or a restaurant, you got to pay a higher licensing fee. Yeah, is that the same thing with radio? Or I, well, we're not here at WYAB unless we have explicit permission to use the song for more than thirty. Yeah, there's fair use, thirty seconds, right? So like in the intros and stuff like that, or I can play thirty seconds of a song. We have we have fair use. But our licenses, our, our permits, our music licenses and stuff isn't t- of a music station. Okay. Okay. That's why we don't play music. Well, we're not a music station. Mm-hmm. But like if I go back and I just play even a 30 second snippet of it and I load it up to my podcast and it pushes over to YouTube and all these places, I catch a copyright strike on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And granted, it ain't like that many people are listening on YouTube, but I still don't want to, I don't want to get a copyright strike and get my channel defunded because mm-hmm. if I do get lucky again down the road and get a video go viral, I would mm-hmm. like to make that money. Right. You know, sure. Right. Let's take a break. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Cron. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM W Y. All right, welcome back in. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here on 103.9 FM W Y A B. This segment is going to be brought to you by Acme Pizza and Acre, located right there at Fan and Mart on the Reservoir. Reservoir. <laughs> There's another radio station in town that has an out-of-town voice guy that does their promos. And they say, he doesn't say reservoir. He says, reservoir. I'm like, does that guy not know how to pronounce reservoir? Reservoir. Anyway, right out there at Phantom Mart on the reservoir. Located uh, directly in front of the bowling alley. Phantom Mart. Phantom Lanes. Inside Phantom Mart. The name of the shopping center is Phantom Mart. The name of the bowling alley is Phantom Lanes. It is in front of... The bowling alley in Fannin Mart. I will get that right. I will get, that's a lot of Fannins and a lot of reservoirs. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> anyway, there's a lot of pizza in there. And one of my buddies, Justin, called me yesterday. And he said, man, we have been going out to Acme Pizza at least once a week. He's like, it's the best pizza I've ever had. And Justin don't just throw stuff. Justin knows good food. We'll just say that. And uh, they, he said, man, we didn't, we didn't got to know them out there. They're good folks. And uh, I just, you know, we wouldn't have gone out there if we hadn't heard it on the show. And... um so look, get out there, man. Everybody that's going out there, at least it, you, some of y'all may be going and having bad experiences, but everybody that goes that has a good experience feels the need to reach out to me and tell me, and I'm glad y'all are because nothing I hate more than referring people to eat at places that aren't good. I take these sponsorships serious. You know, I don't want somebody on here that people don't enjoy. You know, it just ain't it, it ain't enough money to be made selling these sponsorships to uh, to sell somebody something that ain't good. So I, I take a lot of pride in sending folks to somewhere they enjoy it. And uh, I get nothing but positive feedback from Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. they got 12 different specialty pizzas. Of course, you can always just build your own or try the Wheel of Flavor. You can pile three different specialty pie pizzas onto one pie. See which one you like the most. Venture out a little bit. Try something. Uh, you can even get pineapples on your pizza there. I recommend the Pig, Pig, Pig. Uh, they also have a buffalo chicken that's really good. I forget the technical name of it. And, uh, of course, they have more than just that. They have appetizers. Try the dynamite balls. Deep fried pulled pork wrapped around some cream cheese and then drizzled, drizzled with some barbecue sauce. Really good. All the pork there, too, by the way, is smoked on site. This ain't pro, no frozen uh, from, a, from a food distributor pulled pork. This is the real deal. Smoked on one of those, uh, those old hickory smokers out there. So get out there. Check them out. Nine different daiquiris, frozen daiquiris. A full bar, 
There's live entertainment on the weekends, and uh, they are open late from 4 p.m. to midnight every night. So, so they can serve daiquiris on the reservoir now? Is that Yeah. Yeah, okay. the Rankin County side is wet. Okay, the Rankin County side, but not the rest of, well, I guess parts of Brandon is. It's all wet now. It's all wet now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's all wet. Uh, there's some little pockets that are in the county, but like even over there on 471 where we're at at the dealership, that was like, there's this little weird part right there that was not in the city limits, like where yeah. Back Porch 471 is. Mm-hmm. He was able to get resort status, and he has liquor now. Okay, so, cool. You know, that I, I can only speak for him. I can't speak for everywhere over there, but that whole shopping center is resort status over there where Acme Pizza is and Black Axes and all that. So they all, uh, I think they all stay open late. <clears throat> they all uh, have liquor. Great, great. So get over there. That's a fun little shopping center, man. You can go to Chip's place, uh, hit up all the pizza. Then you can walk down, throw some axes. Um, there's a killer gym over there called Cut and Dry. If you feel like squeezing a workout in between, there's a couple other good restaurants. I mean, you got the bowling alley right there. It literally, it legitimately, if you're looking for some family fun, you could drop the kids off at the bowling alley. Mom and dad can wander over to, or dad and dad, or mom and mom, or. Dad and girlfriend, mom and boyfriend, however you want to do it. I ain't judging. Can wander over to the uh, shopping center, throw some axes, grab some pizza, whatever. You know, just don't drink and drive. But, yeah, a lot to do over there at Phantom Mart. It really is one of the coolest little spots in the area, you know. Yeah, it looks like it looks great. I'm just uh, planning out my places to check out, you know, my 100-day non-drinking fast ends a week from Saturday. So I'm, like, marking off. i got to go to Martin's and say hello to everybody. It's been so long. So. Yeah, when you well, – Whatever. What date does July first fall on? On Saturday, I'm actually going to Atlanta. I've got tickets to the Braves Marlins series, right. but I'll yeah, I'll be out of town that weekend. The fourth is a Tuesday. It's a t- uh, yeah Tuesday. So I, I, I am efforting getting out of town for that, at least for the night. But we'll see. I'll be out of town this weekend, so I don't know. Uh, all right, Acme Pizza and Daiquiris. Give them a try. Let them know you heard it on the Clay Edwards Show. Let's talk about my heart. We'll go on. <laughs> I can't, I can't even pretend to sing Celine Dion's. I'm not even going to try. Um, that was a popular song back in those days. My that goodness. thing was so popular. It was on the radio all the time. You know you know the memes for this, when it all ends, are going to be... Oh, man. Well, they're already starting to, to come out a little bit. I have, have not seen them yet. I'm sure it's pretty... Yeah, There's it's pretty one rough. that says, when the guys on the submarine wake up, and it's that scene in the Titanic... <laughs> Where all the people are already dead. Oh, I did see that one. I'm they're sorry. Like, they're I like did. doing the entrance <laughs> yeah, thing. I did see that one, yeah. That's oh, right. man, it's bad. It's like, oh, no. Well, I think you know, that's the hard part about this. Of course, I think we're all praying that they find sure. these people. I would love for that to happen. But then there's a the flip side of that, right? There's the – that this is an adventure tour. It wasn't like they were going to discover new – these are the super wealthy people that went on an adventure tour. And, and then you're kind of looking at like, oh, wow, that was – not the brightest I, idea. Well, there's a little bit to it, right? To like, it's kind of morbid at the same time mm-hmm. to want to go down and see that where that many people's lives perished, and it's a little. And I get it, yeah. I, I do, but it's it's a it's a bit uh, poetic mm-hmm. that that could also end up being their final resting place, like disaster tourism. Is that what you're trying yeah. to be saying? Like where people go More to like disaster porn, <laughs> right? Disaster porn. <laughs> You know, but but yeah, I mean, it's a little, it's a bit poetic that they were that they spent that kind of money. They were so interested in seeing the Titanic that they'll now be able to rest beside it oh, for man. the rest of their lives. No, I thought the same thing. Actually, I had the same exact thought this morning about that. And and I was Clay, have you thought about like? Be, I was reading about the accommodations in the submersible, and 
Can you imagine sitting there in the dark, free? It's supposed to be super cold, right? Because mm-hmm. you're down that far, and you're just waiting to die. And you know I what, mean, too? There, there's no, like, stand-up restroom in that thing. Nope. I, mean, I, I mean, the accommodations are interesting at best. You know what you don't see down there? You know what's not down there? What? You know what? I, one thing I noticed when I looked at that picture? There ain't no black dude there. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even, yeah, I did see the crew, the pictures just, of the crew this morning. Right, they're all Generally white. speaking. One's black, Pakistani or two Pakistani men. Black guys just ain't that interested, and in, they're not explorers. I don't mean that as an insult, either. Like They're mm-hmm. just not that curious. You're not going to find a black guy perusing around the bottom of the ocean. I just think it's like... I mean, I'm sure there's one or two out there. Don't get me wrong. But generally speaking, you know, you don't see too many too many curious black guys running around like that. They're going to go out a lot of ways. <laughs> Sightseeing at the Titanic hey, at the bottom of the ocean ain't one of them. That is another thing I saw someone wrote. With, I'm, like, I'm white, but I'm not white enough to go into the Titanic submersible. No. I mean, it's kind of like I used to make that joke about when I was prosecuting about, you don't really see many black serial killers. You know, that's a white, white people have some weird stuff they do. Get in submersibles, serial killing, the, the things that black people just aren't into. Climb mountains. Right, climb mountains. Uh, just, yeah, exactly. Base jumping, these, these things that. <laughs> jumping out of perfectly good planes. Yeah, yeah. It's not a, yeah, black dudes aren't like, I ain't into, you know, you, you never see a, a Netflix documentary on a black serial killer like you do Dahmer. Like Dahmer, like eat and kill people, eat, eat their bodies. That's was never it, a black guy. Was it Cat Williams or Dave Chappelle, the one that said, uh, you know, Black guys ain't discovered much. Black guy ain't ever discovered a wild pit bull puppy, not nothing. Right. <laughs> you know, like, they just ain't that. They just ain't that curious. You know? I mean, like, I don't blame them because I mean, this seems like a pretty dumb idea. I'm just going to be as honest as I can. I mean, just reading about this, like getting this. And the one guy is the Pakistani uh, millionaire that's mm-hmm. in the. He's 48, and he brought his 19 year old son with him. Yeah. And I'm like, is that the father son trip? I, I just, I, I don't know. It, it just seems like a. A really dangerous thing. Also, they and they had some problems with OSHA and and regulating the submersible, and that was they had some whistleblower that there's been lawsuits over the thing before all this happened. So people knew there were issues with it and decided to get into it anyway. So yeah, I mean, it's been some issues with it going back to 2018 when the the group to kind of it's not an oversight, but it's kind of the the group because I, I guess there's no real regulation to this deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, if 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 you want to file, you can file. Mm-hmm. And um, they have fowed. Uh, but the Regulation Commission wrote a letter saying that they, they had major issues with the way this whole whole operation works. And also, the other thing is, it's bolted shut from the outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's out of their control. Even if they pop up somewhere, right? they can't get out. No, they can't. That's, that's another one of the issues. How they, once they get to them, they're still, they don't have any, even though they're on the surface, they don't have any oxygen. Yeah. So they have to unbolt the thing. I don't know how it would surface without. Well, there aren't there. There's these weights that were attached to it that are supposed to corrode, and it should emerge. Is what I'd read too. Okay, so I didn't see that part, but I have seen the picture of that little skid behind it with the weights on it. Okay, so uh, may, that it looks look to me more like it pulled it behind it. I, I don't know. I, mm. I haven't gone into the mechanics of this thing, but it's very interesting. And one of the other things I saw was one of the guys' son, one of these billionaires. His son decided to go take some, some leisure time and get things off of his mind and go see his favorite band, Blink-182. And I mean, I, I, it's funny because it's Blink-182, right? I, I, Ray, what, yeah, what's worse, the fact that you went to a concert when your dad is underneath in the submersible or the fact that you went and saw Blink-182? Uh, like, a bunch, kind of, a bunch of, of 50-year-old pop punk guys? Yeah, I, I mean, it's not like you went and saw the Stones, man, or something. You went, like, I'm going to go see Blink-182. Was yeah. 311 not available? I mean, I'm, I mean, just, I'm just going to be honest. I mean, 
I can't hate on people for the music that they like. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. But if you're gonna like, you're gonna go, you're gonna go big. You're gonna do something like that. Go big, man. Go like, pick some super you know, great band. We've run over on this, but I want to read this real quick. This is a post I found on Facebook. It says, "All right, this is a black dude wrote this." Like I thought it was kind of funny. He said, "All right, so let me get this right. These folks decided to hop in a mini pill called the Titan. It's not even a submarine. It's a submersible device that has." to use another device to be able to even come back up. Then they can't even get themselves out because they're bolted in from the outside. Then this experimental device isn't approved. Then if all fails with this device, there literally no other device. There's literally no other device that can go down and even retrieve it. Only video devices to try to look for it, to see where it's at. Then the device doesn't have the ability to find the Titanic it has to text another device who will guide it. Then, but wait, there's more. Then, to even get down there, they basically have to do a free for a free for all drop, and hope mm-hmm. they don't fall into the actual Titanic and get stuck or hit anything. First off, don't question rich folks. Yeah, this they is know a, they know better than us. This is an example of when having too much money is a bad thing. This is, a, this is when having too much money is a bad You're like, I'll prefer to be broke than yeah. having too much money. Look, man, I, I, I watched the Titanic movie. I saw the footage. Those are all rich people, too. Or not a lot of them, not all of them. Obviously, there's yeah. tons of people that were Well, I'm talking about like at the beginning of it where they showed the submarine and mm. they, you know, they got down there showing the footage of it. Oh, right. Yeah. Or maybe it's at the end of it where they actually show the footage mm. and all that. I mean, I've watched all those documentaries and stuff mm. about the Titanic. I know as much about the Titanic as anybody. I mean, I'm being a bit facetious. Let's take a break real quick. Derek, I know you're on hold. You're going to have to stay there for a minute. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yurtkaran on 103.9 FM WYAB. Calling all patriots. The time is now to take a stance and let your voice be heard. Join us on Unmuzzled Chat Podcast, where we are seeking to improve lives and ensure a better tomorrow. Be a guest on the podcast. Your story matters. Join the community. Support this movement. It is only our futures at stake and our children's. Let's take our muzzles off and unite. We are excited to hear from you. Find us on Rumble or any podcast app by searching for Unmuzzled Chat. God bless you all. See you soon. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. I am Clay Edwards. I am joined in studio by Sean Yurtkaran. And this segment... It's going to be brought to you by how about our friends and yours over at Take a Break Deliveries. Man, are you looking to have some lunch delivered? Heck, here in about 15 minutes, you'll be able to have breakfast delivered in Rankin and Madison County. Go on takeabreakdeliveries.com or download the app. Just search Take a Break Deliveries on your favorite app store of choice. Pick the restaurants that are available, and they will deliver you breakfast from them. If uh, if you're not in the mood for breakfast, of course, they deliver lunch all over the Tri-County area. Breakfast is only available in Rankin and Madison County. Lunch and everything else is available uh, Tri-County-wide. So just a little FYI there. 
And look, man, they're going to have your favorite locally owned restaurants on there and some national ones, of course. But hey, you know what? They're way more than just a food delivery service. They are locally owned and veteran owned, too, by the way. But they also deliver beer and alcohol, liquor, if uh, if applicable in your area. So check with them on that and make sure that they can do it. I think it's just about tri-county wide now at this point. Anywhere there's a liquor store, they can do it. Pearl, I think you're up next, but uh, not can't currently do it in Pearl. But don't hold me to that. I think there just has to be a liquor store where you live so they can do it. I know this because... I lived in Brandon before the liquor stores, and we couldn't get liquor delivered in Brandon because it was not a liquor store. So, food for thought. Anyway, check them out. Takeabreakdeliveries.com. Locally owned, veteran owned. They wait on the food. The food does not wait on them. It gets delivered hot and fresh, as always. And you can save $5 if you use the promo code CLAY601, CLAY all caps. Uh, save $5 on your delivery fee. Uh, Download that app, too, because they send out promo codes every day for you to use. Save a couple bucks every day. All right, let's take a break. Deliveries, proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, our friends at Acme Pizza and Daiquiri are available on Take a Break Deliveries also. Sean. Speaking of the Titanic, Clay, did you see that thing I sent you about the uh, TikTok conspiracies on Titanic? This is a few days ago. It was actually before. I think it was before this submersible. It was last week. I'd put that there's all like this big TikTok conspiracy about that the Titanic really never sank. Somebody sent me something a second ago saying something about J.P. Morgan set it all up. That's the the the, the theory on TikTok that there's like a there's a, that J.P. Morgan did this right. Interesting. I need to find that. Let's take a call real quick. Hey, Derek. Sorry, I know you've been on hold, brother. Hey, man. What's going on? Hey, yeah, that's kind of a crazy conspiracy because, you know, we know where the wreckage is, so, yeah. Anyway, right, exactly. Clay, uh, I was going to tell you, man, you know you got those stereotypes wrong, brother. About black guys? Yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I, I know there's I know there's a, I know there's a, a diamond, uh, a needle in a haystack here and there, but ain't too no, many. No, no, I, I ain't talking about that. No, no, no. See, when we in water, we don't F around under, under four feet. <laughs> yeah, you gotta hear you gotta hear some of the great comedians talk about that. When you talking about, he said, "You white people have a death wish." I go out there messing with animals, and yeah, he said, "He said we go, we camp, we just don't go out there in the woods that far." <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't understand what it is with with, with white folks and apparently Pakistanis <laughs> that want that want to go that far down in the ocean. I'm just not, I ain't that curious. Well, here's the thing, man. Um, and I hope it ain't too soon. But when that whole thing happened, all I could think about was that comedy bit that Steve Harvey did about that. <laughs> about the Titanic. I said, Lord have mercy. He said, I'm always running to go get on some BS. But the, the funny part was, do you remember, um, I just wanted to bring a little humor today. Do you remember what Steve Harvey said, what black man, you know, going to keep playing with the ship going down? Cool in the game would have been unplugged and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever, you ever hear that on Kings of Comedy? <laughs> no, nah, I had to go back and watch it. <laughs> yeah, he said, cool in the game would have been unplugged. So, man, let's get the F out of here. Wrap <laughs> 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 them cords up. Let's go. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I, I mean, I'll just, I really hope they find them, man. I really do. But good Lord, man, there's some things, especially after you making money like that, you all not be doing. And I, I have to agree with the uh, the blogger that wrote that, you know, you know, I'm not getting on some stuff that I know that ain't been tested and tried and true. You know what I mean? Man, look, there was a point in my life, and I was talking to my girlfriend this the other day. I don't even get on four-wheelers and, and, and motorcycles and dirt bikes and stuff anymore. I, I, I made it off all that alive without being paralyzed or dead. 
I, I'm good. I would love yep. to. Uh, but no, I, actually, I was telling my buddies at work, they got a, uh, one of them got a new four wheeler. That, that's what I was telling. I was like, man, I'm good. Like, you want to ride it? I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm good. I, I, I survived all my stupid stuff. I'm not, that, that ain't how I'm going out now. Yeah. Same here, man. You know, I, I've, I've, you know, I've been, I've flown, um, Cessnas. I've done dangerous stuff. I've gone swimming in places you really shouldn't, but you know, the older you get, you tend to not take as much risk. So, but, you know, Godspeed to the rescuers, and I hope they do find them. But, man, I, I can't think about what Steve Harvey was, that comedy bit Steve Harvey said about the Titanic. I'll have to check but, that out. Yeah, man. Bye. Have a good one. You too, Derek. Thanks. I think we're all stuck in that, right? Like, whether we're, we're laughing because it's so ridiculous that, you know, people would want to do this, but then we're also praying that they got to be. What a great story if they find them, right? Oh, I mean, sure. It's amazing I mean, if they do that. Hollywood is writing a script right now. Oh, absolutely. It's got two different endings. Oh, God. <laughs> it's got two different endings. <laughs> one's, one's happy, one's not. Right. This made me think of something. This made me think of something. Just sit right back, then you'll hear a tale, a tale of a faithful trip. That started from this tropic boy, the boy, this tiny ship. The mate was a mighty sailor man, skipper brave and sure. Five passengers set sail that day for a three-hour tour, a three-hour tour. <laughs> and you know, the irony is it was supposed to be a three-hour tour. Thanks, Clay. I laughed so hard at that. Now I'm now I'm going to be shoveling coal when I die. I appreciate no, that. You know, like, well, you're, yeah. well, you're a Democrat. You're already going. Yeah, there, I'm so already going okay. there. You know, yeah. it is what it is. All right, look, let's take a break real quick. Come back. Uh, second hour, uh, we're going to get into the Hunter Biden stuff. We just had a few things we wanted to play with first. We'll come back. We'll chit chat for a minute. Uh, phone lines are going to be open for the end of this hour. If anybody wants to call in, get anything in, you got a few minutes to do it. 601-879-0002. Guns and Gear text line. I'm going to read some of those too. 769-241-1944. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM, WYAB. In a world where global elites vie for the title of most evil, psychopathic, and warmonger e-pedophiles, one podcast is all that stands between liberty and total factory. That podcast is Liberty Tree. I mean, just like the first thing I find out, I'm sure you were as shocked as I was to learn that cannibalism is legal in 49 states. No. What matters is that if you thought the apocalypse would exempt you from paying taxes, the U.S. <laughs> Internal Revenue Service has some bad news for you. What is this woman smoking? Liberty Tree Podcast. New episodes every Tuesday. To the Clay Edwards. I was going to try to go the whole day without saying it. It just, it got me. Uh, Breaking rules. <laughs> oh, that's right. From what we're I was going to yeah. try not to say it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying not to say right all the time. Sorry, uh, Miller. It got it just, me. It's a habit. It got me. <laughs> hey, look, man. Lunch today out there at the Gathering Restaurant. The Gathering Restaurant out there at the town of Livingston Corner, Highway 463, Highway 22 in Madison County. Today's special is fried pork chops. Oh, my gosh. This always sounds so good. Fried pork chops. You get two sides, and, of course, you get a drink with it and cornbread. They also have a full menu to order from. If fried pork chops ain't your thing, they got fried chicken, too. You can always get the Dumbo's chicken sandwich. Get out there and check them out. Don't forget, man. They, uh, don't feel like cooking dinner. They got a midweek special. You get... Two people can basically two people can eat for thirty bucks. 
You get your choice of one app and two entrees. The entrees include Southern Cobb Salad, Summer Salad, the Livingston Market Salad, the panay, the Chicken Panay, the Chicken Parmesan, the Bolognese, the Highway 22 Burger, and, of course, as the previously mentioned, the Dumbo's Chicken Sandwich. You get all that, for, uh, your choice of that or an appetizer for only $30. That's every Tuesday through Thursday, 4.30 to 9. Good stuff there. Um Sean, let's read a couple texts on the Guns of Gear text line real quick. We just kind of killed a little bit of time for the top of the hour here. I did have one question for you, though. Yeah. Do you think, what if we put Hunter Biden on the submersible? Would that wipe away his crimes if he agreed to go on the submersible? Oh, they would find that thing. <laughs> That's they would just... have already found it. Uh, somebody texted in and said, why are people even mentioning the fact that the submersible is bolted shut from the outside? If it wasn't and they tried to get out at that depth, they would be crushed by the water pressure. And I was like, well, my assumption is because if it does pop up out of the water, they wouldn't be able to open it. They could still run That's out of oxygen right. floating That's around. So I, I, I get the question. I'm not trying to sound, uh, but I'm not trying to be demeaning there. Uh, let's see here. John says double standard for Democrats. Oh, well, always. All right. Uh, let's see here. I think we got time for one more text. Charlotte says, yeah, let's talk about Hunter Biden. I don't want to hear any more talk about a stupid gun law again. The current sitting president's son lied about his gun background and gun check and got away with it. That's a felony. I thought so. They need to get out of the get out of here with all that gun law propaganda. Yeah, we're going to have interesting conversations about the gun law stuff. You know, I want to know where conservatives stand on it. I think Sean does. Um, I am for. I mean, I am for him catching a felony and going to jail for the gun stuff. He lied. He blatantly lied. I don't care about the tax stuff. That not, anybody who's able to cheat on their taxes and get away with it, you're my hero. I hate taxes. So I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and be a hypocrite on that. But the, the gun stuff, he lied. He's a crack addict. He lied, and he's going to get away with it. What that does he sucks. need a gun for anyway, being Hunter Biden? I'm sure he's got protection or whatever. You know what I mean? Exactly. I was wondering why he needed a gun so bad. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back in. We are live. This is the Clay Edwards Show coming at you on 103.9 FM WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Lakeland Glass and Tent. Hit them up for all of your home, car, business window tinting needs, automotive glass needs, and of course, vehicle wrapping. And they're now doing paint correction and ceramic coating over there. They use Expel products. They are the number one Expel dealer in America. Kudos to them. Congratulations on that award. Or their dealer of the year, anyway. I don't know if they're the number one, but they're dealer of the year. And that, that means something. Jason and his team rock and roll, my friends. Look, check them out online, lakelandglassandtent.com. You can schedule your appointment, get your pricing, and all one-stop shop right there on the website. Or, if that ain't your thing, you can call 601-946-1000, Lakeland Glass and Tent. Man, you know, if you had some hail, got some hail damage, you know, your windshield got busted up here in the last week or so with all these storms coming through, check out Lakeland Glass and Tent. They can get you a new windshield, get you rolling, work with your insurance company, the whole nine yards. And, hey, I mentioned vehicle wraps. That stuff's cool, man. Turn your vehicle into a rolling billboard. Make it a tax write-off if you're a business owner. And uh, and get some great advertising out of it while you're riding down the road. <clears throat> I would do the Clay Edwards show on one, but uh, I still have to drive through Jackson, so I will pass personally. But uh, anyway, Lakeland Glass and Tent, they do it all, man. 
Uh, get you some of that ceramic coating on your vehicle. Help, help your paint clear coat survive these Mississippi summers with a ceramic coating. All right. Let's jump into it, guys. We are, I've got Sean Yurkaran here in the studio, our favorite resident white liberal. Let's talk about the breaking news. Uh, broke, or should I say, the news broke yesterday as we were getting ready to sign off the air, the last segment of the show, that Hunter Biden had uh, come up with a plea deal. Sean, tell us about it. Well, Clay, apparently Hunter is going to plead to two misdemeanor charges of, I believe it's failure to pay taxes, and one of filing a, filing a false statement on a federal form, which was to get a gun. He had claimed that he wasn't a drug dealer, which we all pretty much everybody can agree on the fact that Hunter Biden is a drug addict or was a drug addict. I don't know if he is any longer. Uh, and uh, he wrote a book about it, talking about his experiences. And at the time, the book came out, and everybody knew he was a drug addict. He had said yes. on a form that he was not. I have so. a great quote here from that book. Uh, where is it in my notes here? Yes, I said he implicated himself over a quote in his book about smoking crack every 15 minutes in 2018, which just so happens to be the same year he lied on the federal gun permit and said he was, in fact, not a- addicted to drugs or alcohol. Correct. Yeah, he correct. He uh he obviously lied on the federal form to get a gun. And again, like I said before, I wonder what, wonder what the purpose of what Hunter wanted a gun for at that point. I mean, I'm not saying you can have a gun if he – well, if he didn't lie on the form, obviously. But uh, he uh, wanted a gun, and he, he lied about his status to get one. I don't well, know. Maybe when he's up in the strip club, he wants to hold a gun. I, he's trying to be a gangster. I don't know what he's funny, doing. Funny you say that. One of our texters, Charlotte, on the Guns on Your Text line has a theory – she heard you ask that a little earlier. Let me uh, pull it up here. She goes, uh, you ask, why does Hunter need a gun? He needs he needs a gun to make him look cool in his wish porn videos he keeps making on his laptop. I mean, anything's possible. I'll tell the audience, anything's possible, this guy. So, I mean, it's, uh, he's a... Uh He's he, he's not a good dude. I mean, everybody remembers that he was sleeping with his dead brother's wife. And, and again, I keep bringing that up whenever we talk about him because it's just such an important thing to do. And we were talking about this at the break that now the kids, you know, are going to – Bo's kids are going to know about that. I don't know how old they are. I'm not sure how old they are. But, I mean, this stuff is on the Internet forever. Yeah. And that story is not – even your your grandfather was president of the United States. Uh, it's it's going to be – you're going to find out about that. I mean, it's just a horrible thing. I mean, we thought the Kennedys had a had a strange sordid past, you know, for that family. You know, mm-hmm. just a lot of weird stuff. And there's that one that uh, that killed the girl and left her there to die under Ted the bridge. Kennedy. Yeah, and all yeah, that Chappie stuff. Yeah, you know, just all kind of strange things, you know. But that 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 pales in comparison to the Biden family legacy. Yeah, I mean, Ted Kennedy, uh, yeah, obviously that was pretty bad. I mean, he you know got out of the uh, got out, got out of the water and left the I forget her name is like Mary Joe Kapesky or something, something like that. Like that. I, th- and, I should know that. that I just and, and uh, left her there and then went home and I think he went to I think he went to bed. Yeah, and then they went shook it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they 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 changed the family. They changed up some legal stuff so the family couldn't be sued or so he couldn't be sued. Or they took him out of the wheel. There was some crazy stuff that went on, so he wouldn't lose his money. Right, and he was he was a U.S. senator at that time too. At the time yeah. that happened, and he, you're a presidential hopeful, he actually ran for president in 1980 in the Democratic primary. But uh, yeah, that was pretty. I mean, it was pretty horrible. And, uh, but um, Tunner, I don't, I don't know. Do you think like in terms of presidential kids or siblings, we've got a bunch of wackos, right? There's Roger Clinton and. Is it Billy Carter? Billy Carter, right? It, he was he was apparently nuts, and but I mean Hunter might take the cake, man. Well, you, well, you, you, you had Bill's illegitimate black son. He committed suicide recently. 
is that the, is that the Juanita Bot Broderick thing? I'm not sure, but he definitely had an illegitimate black son while mixed. Oh, he's going out with Jones show all the time. I know that he uh, he had, allegedly he had gotten his um, his babysitter <laughs> pregnant at one point. I think that, that's just an allegation that he had done that. I mean, well, there's a lot that says Hillary that that uh, Chelsea's not Hillary's daughter, or or she's not Bill's daughter. Maybe that's what it is. That somebody was sleeping with Hillary. Yeah. That do we all believe that? She, <laughs> I mean, there you go. All right, let's let's stay on track here. The Bidens. Yeah, the Bidens. Um, yeah. Again, the tax stuff. We would all be in jail for it if we did it. But again, I'm against taxes, so. Uh, I don't want to be a hypocrite on that. The gun stuff and the fact that they threw it in a garbage can over by an elementary school. I mean, there's a lot to that one. Yeah. Um, the, the, tax, the tax stuff, what's interesting to me about it is that it only focuses on uh, his taxes from 2017 and 2018. It's not – it's not apparently – I mean, it's somewhat related, but it's not all the way related to all the foreign money that he got from Kazakhstan, from China, and from Ukraine, as we all know. Yeah, I mean it's, it's loosely related to it, but it's just like they just they they what they did is they pled it down. He had been charged, you know, they were charging him with those bigger tax crimes, and then they reduced it to a misdemeanor, so he'd plead guilty. And he's going to enter what's called a pretrial diversion program, which is essentially just like probation. And that's what he's going to do. He's going to do a probation program. Let's take a call real quick. Hear what Joe has to say. Hey, brother, you're on there. Hey, uh, Clay. I think all this stuff about like the taxes and the gun. I think that's just a diversion to allow him to be a fall guy for that. And then then he's just going to get a slap on the wrist. To me, the real shocker and revelation is the whole crime, Biden crime family, where, you know, the selling of influence, you know, that basically China and Ukraine had given, you know, millions of dollars. I, I heard an estimate yesterday that was like $31 million that they've gotten from foreign governments while while Biden was in the in the uh, vice president. You know, I think that, that Hunter Biden is just basically the bad guy. He, bag, in other words, B-A-G. He's the salesman. But Joe Biden's influence is the product. Sure. Well, you know, I think also they had to do this. They had to do this. They look like it's the Department of Justice is being somewhat fair and balanced. And it gives the media the opportunity to say, as they bring these trumped up charges against Trump, it gives them the ability to say, "Oh no, look, they just they just uh, they just arrested the or charged or had a plea with the president's son." You know, ju- nobody's above the law. You know, well, apparently Joe Biden is above the law because exactly. he can basically um, be compromised at bribery and everything else, and they just kind of overlook that because you know someone like me or you brings that up. You know, we're conspiracy theorists still. Oh, that's already been dealt with, or you know, when to me that is the most horrendous thing that you know you've got a president who's been compromised in a real way, you know, because that's the thing in his his laptop is remember ten percent for the big guy, you know, that he gets his cut under the table. And his lawyer, now, his lawyer was on TV yesterday, last night or yesterday, saying that uh they never that the investigators never even asked him about the laptop. Yeah, now I've heard that the FBI has got actual video recording of uh, a bribery being set up by with both Joe Biden and Hunter Biden's voice on the uh, the phone call. And uh, the FBI is sitting on it. Certain senators are demanding the, uh, you know, the recording and they, and the FBI won't give it up. 
it's not even being investigated. They've been able to say in the past, oil that's under investigation. We can't talk about it. You know, well, this isn't even under investigation. They're just sitting on the information to protect the Bidens. Yeah, it, it, it's mind-boggling because, I, again, I hate doing whataboutisms, but you know as well as I do, if anybody in this investigation's name was replaced with Trump, the walls would be closing in, as they love to say. Yeah, and that would, to me, that's a big nothing burger right there because, you know, a president has the ability to declassify anything he wants to declassify. So to say he had classified documents, well, he has the power to declassify the documents, but a vice president does not. And and a lot of this was when Joe Biden was a vice president, or even Pence, which I'm no fan of, has uh, classified documents. Why aren't they being charged? They're, they can't declassify documents. Correct. So, anyway, that's just want to throw my little two cents in there. Appreciate it, brother. Great call today. Uh, thank, thank you. you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Sean, what about you? Th- what, you got any thoughts on any of that? <clears throat> well, which part? Well, I would say to, if you're discussing the Trump classified documents, I mean, he he said himself, he's on a recording saying he didn't declassify them. So I think that's a different issue. Actually, funny, we bring that up. I was well, I saw a poll last night that uh, 64% of independents believe the Trump indictment is correct, that, they're, that they are in favor of the indictment once all the stuff has come out about the fact that you know, he didn't return what he was supposed to return. So that's kind of just, just looking at the polling numbers, it seems like overwhelmingly they're in favor of it. Which, And again, I'll go to the, the other point is the difference between Pence and Biden is they've actually they're returning this stuff. And we've talked about this on here before. Look, I still have the same position I've always had. I don't think they should have indicted him. I mean, I haven't changed my opinion about that. And the reason is because I don't think it's good for the country. And the But when you're asking me, do I think he's guilty of the crime? Yeah, I mean, I think he is. He didn't return the stuff. He should have returned it. He didn't declassify it. He said he didn't declassify it. He's on recording saying that. So he should have done it. Do I think they could have done it in a different way? Yeah, I think they could have filed like a replevin action, which is to return something. They could have done this without an indictment. I think they should have done that. But the fact that he kept them, he didn't have a right to keep them unless he had declassified them, which he didn't do, according to him. I mean, he's his own source on that. He said that. You know, I listened to some of this, the the two or three minutes I could put together, the Brett the Bear, Bear yeah. thing with Trump, and it, I, I try not to jump to conclusions, because I agree with you 100%. They should not have, they should not have uh, charged Trump. They did tell Trump to give him back. And what Trump said himself in that video, in, the, in a little bit of the video I heard on the Brett Bear, is he had us all, all his boxes are intermingled, commingling stuff. You know, he may have shirts in one, and it's fine, a little weird, and classified documents. But this is Trump. You know, things are weird with the guy. At the end of the day, he they did ask for it back. He didn't give it back. I, 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 I can't just sit here and stick my head in the sand and just say it's all a witch hunt. It, it it is, but at the end of the day, you could have just given it back, right? It's like it's, I, yeah, I have a hard time wrestling with that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like this seems like it is it shenanigans. Should they have been messing? With? But no, I mean he, he was president; he could declassify whatever he wants, in my opinion. But for the sake of arguing, they said give it back. You said okay, mm-hmm. and then didn't. And I don't understand why. Just just give it back. I mean, I, and again, I don't agree that they should have indicted him. Like, it doesn't change anything for me. It just seems me. like a high school spat. He's still my guy. Know. But, I, but you know, we can't sit here and, and never tell our friends they're wrong. Mm-hmm. 
You know, right? Like yeah. this is something. Even I agree with him not wanting to give them back. I agree with his his theory that they were classified. He's the president. If he takes it, it's declassified. But they said give it back, and you said okay. When you agree to give it back, you've admitted, in, in essence, that you shouldn't have had them. I guess it's kind of how my, I'm looking mm-hmm. at it. You know, it's, a, it's somewhat of an admission of I don't know if guilt is the word, but it's an admission of okay. I'm supposed to give these back. And what's the big deal about just giving it back? I mean, that's what I understand. What's the big? Just give them back. That's. And I mean, this thing has escalated so much into this. Again, I you know blame the DOJ too. Like, I don't think it should have escalated into an indictment. But I mean, I, and I do think Trump's in fault too because he could have just given them back, and this would not be an issue right now. Just. And then there's that part of me that understands, you know, the machismo side of it. It's like, I'm not giving it to you. And that's his personality, right? And that's kind of what he said on Barry. He said, I, I mean, I was busy. I'm just yeah. going to, you know, that's why I didn't give him back. I was, that was one of the statements. I was busy. And, right. you know, he does, I mean, he does like to be antagonistic. I think he thrives under that kind of environment. That's his, yeah, that's I mean, his thing. But he just, it would have been, I think this could have been resolved on both sides so much easier than what they did and what he's done and it's just it's just it's silly to me i mean i guess i, I can't come up with a better way to put it he's, i just feel like it's silly he's underestimated the the evil intent of his enemy they do not like him and he didn't do these things to them when he should have frankly and he's, he's i think he deeply regrets not pursuing legal action against some of these idiots let's say well uh, he just opens himself up to this when he didn't need to like he just now because then this is a, they've got a legitimate case against him it's not a it's not a like he sh- should have given them back and he didn't do it and you could have just avoided all of that i think is what the is what the really it, issue it, is. it feels greatly avoidable but you know what this is going to be another because you know the stuff's coming in you got the stuff in new york you got the stuff in georgia well the new york are stuff, state cases yeah the new york's have a stake and the new york one is God, I can't, what can I say? It's crap, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's it's junk. Let's yeah. just, I mean, put it out. But this one isn't junk, and and it's just it's just silly the thing get raised. And he could have just voided the whole thing, and then he could have just I mean, give the documents back, and then he had that stupid New York case. That thing, I don't even know. If that's a crime, to be honest with you. No, the, the, I mean, the, the same DOJ that just charged him with this nonsense chose not to charge him right there they, exactly they didn't charge him because they i think they felt the same way like this is probably not a crime alvin bragg is just trying to politically posture himself that's why he did it and um so but i mean i just you know he could have just avoided that he's already he's already overwhelmingly got the support of the republican party to get the nomination i mean he yeah. could just and this is actually his poll numbers i saw that have dropped in the republican party not overall Republican party because of this it's interesting let's say a call real quick hey caller you got about a minute but you're on there well, yeah, I just wanted to quickly say, uh, like, for one thing, that Trump, this is like the first time he's ever admitted wrong doing for something. But this is the thing that makes me not vote for him this time is that he is, I mean, he's his own worst enemy. Uh, he's always causing trouble for himself. But if he would get out of his own way, sure, he would be a very good candidate for president. But, like, all the stuff that has befalled him is all his fault. Well, this particular incident is, for sure. No, I mean, even the the Ukraine stuff is his fault. <laughs> I mean, him just talking recklessly on the phone, saying, hey, we're going to withhold funds until they give us what we want. Like, why would you even say that on the phone? Well, I mean, Joe Biden said it's sitting there in Ukraine. Uh, uh, we're talking about Trump. Well, I mean, well, no, I mean, but the president had been set that it, obviously it's okay to to negotiate with Ukraine to get what you want before you give them their money. 
Yeah, but so just because two wrongs don't make a right, that's what I'm saying. Just because somebody else did something doesn't mean that you have to do it that way. When his whole running spiel was, we're going to do stuff a different way and we're going to drain the swamp. Why would you go in and do the same stuff that swamp people do? Because he was trying to get some information on Joe Biden so he could drain the swamp. We're going to disagree on this one, brother. Thank you. We got to take a break. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Caron on 1039 FM, WYAB. Breaking rules when required. I was trying not to say necessary. When required. <laughs> when trying required. not to say necessary. We are back live on 103.9 FM, WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center. Man, get down there. Check them out in Crystal Springs if you're looking for a vehicle. Ten to twenty thousand dollars, they got you covered. Bad credit, no problem. Good credit, less of a problem. <laughs> anyway, good credit, bad credit, no problem down there at Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center. Also, are you looking to sell your vehicle? How about donate one? They take vehicle donations. They're a five hundred one c three. They are affiliated with mercy house teen challenge so the profits after uh after they had to pay to run the place you know and all that good stuff the profits go to mercy house teen challenge which helps beat addiction and put fathers back in homes so you can donate your vehicle you can get the tax write-off and you can know that the money is going to help uh put fathers back in homes and beat addictions right here in central mississippi they're located down at crystal springs you can check them out online mercyhouseautocenter.com and again, I say I say it every day. That is a hard market to satisfy that ten to twenty thousand dollar range because most people's idea of what that buys them is skewed. If you haven't bought a car since pre COVID, you're going to be in for a wake up call. They have got some nice vehicles down there in that price range. Good dependable vehicles. They recon them. They get them road ready, safe, good looking, all that stuff. They got some nice stuff right now. I was just looking on their website the other day. I sent some. I sent a lot of customers down there. We don't always have stuff in that price range out at Ellis, so it makes sense to send them down there. And uh, if you're in something, if you're looking for something, if need a, a second car, need a first car for a kid, uh, need a gas saver, whatever the case may be, they got it at Mercy House Auto Center, located right there in Crystal Springs. MercyHouseAutoCenter.com. All right, <clears throat> Sean. Let's see here. There's a lot of really saucy uh, submarine memes floating around. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's hit up the guns of your text line real quick by the way if you guys want to call in 601-879-0002 uh the guns and gear text line very active this morning 769-241-1944 unknown texture said he was trying to drain the swamp of someone who wasn't currently in it i think this is the guy he said uh joe biden hadn't even announced he was run for president at that point if he wanted to drain the swamp he could have he could have went with low-hanging fruit of Hillary Clinton. Look, Joe needs to pay for what Joe did. It doesn't matter. I mean, look, J- y'all keep telling me nobody's above the law. If it was impeachable to do to Donald Trump, then it was arrestable for Joe Biden. That's my opinion. Hell, Joe Biden, well, when in the midst of that speech, he had Hunter Biden in the background uh, getting paid by Burisma for access to daddy. So clearly, there's some shenanigans going on. We can pull our heads out of the sand. Uh, Ty says, people can call in with the well, what abouts, but our nation was thriving under Trump. 
and now people argue about pronouns and bathrooms and bathroom access because we let the Dems back in everything. We let the Dems back in. Every time a Dem ends up in office, our nation goes into battle with itself because all they want to do is stir the pot. Yeah, that brings me to an interesting point I just thought about. I actually put that on our notes for the thing. They were talking about this on um, the news last night. You know, Republicans have not won the popular vote in a presidential election since 2004. I didn't, I didn't even realize that. I was watching the news, and I looked it up last night. Since George W. Bush beat John Kerry that year. That's what I was thinking. That was the, that's the last time that Republicans have won the, the national popular vote. I just thought that was pretty interesting. And won the election that year. They won the, yeah, they won, won yeah. the electoral and popular. Yeah, won both. Right. Hanging chads. <clears throat> no, that was 2000. Oh, that's right. That's right. That was Al Gore. Yeah, Al Gore. Let's right. take a call real quick while you choke. Mm. Hey, caller, you're on there. Hey, so I was just listening to you read the text, and uh, this one guy said, you know, why didn't Trump go after low-hanging fruit whenever he was the president? Well, one reason why it was unprecedented to do that, before that, nobody had ever gone after a presidential candidate or a president, uh, ex-president. It just, it just wasn't something they do. What they've done now is they've opened up Pandora's box, and they've started going against Everybody that was in his cabinet, himself, and uh, and so now there's actually president for those type things to happen. It had never been done before, and now and now of, now now there's expectations that it better be done on my exactly. on, on my end. There there better be retribution. Exactly uh, the reckoning. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. Before it was, you know, I could see Trump saying, "Look, let's go after Clinton, let's go after you know all these other people, after Biden, after and has it." Suicide has never been done before, you know, and uh, I can see him kind of going, okay, I'll wait to my second term to do that because in the numbers he was up, you know, there's there's no reason why he wouldn't have been reelected minus the stolen election. So I can, I can see them convincing him to wait to a second term and then that, you know, leading to where we're at now. I agree. Hey, brother, we got a little, kind of got a bad reception there, but I appreciate your call. All right, brother. All right. Yeah. Look, I, I fully, now you have to, you have to go to war. When, when you have the opportunity now. I mean, business as usual is over. President has been set. And uh, I, I think we're going to go into a dark time in American political history. Clay, what do you think about what Fox News did uh, the other night with Brett Baer in terms of of that interview and the, uh, the the full kind of frontal assault on Trump? It looks like that Fox News has taken or the position they're taking now. Like, I'm going to read a quote that Baer asked him. He said, your vice president, Mike Pence, is running against you. Your ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley, she's also running against you. Your former secretary of state, Mike Pompeo, said he's not going to support you. You mentioned National Security Advisor John Bolton. He's not supporting you either. You mentioned Attorney General Bill Barr. He says you shouldn't be president again because you're a consummate narcissist and troubled man. And he then went on to another list of all the officials that you know Trump has criticized. And Bear asked him, so why did you hire all of them in the first place? I mean, they're they're hitting him pretty hard. Yeah, he said maybe some bad hires. I think that was his answer. That right? That was yeah. That's what he said. Just some bad hires. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Nikki Haley has some audacity running for president. Why do you say that? Who the hell is Nikki Haley? She doesn't have the star power. You mean? Yeah, I yeah. think you're probably right about that. I don't think she's um, really. I don't think any of these people do other than DeSantis. I, I, I do like Vivek Ramaswamy, or he's an interesting. He's he's an interesting guy, right? He's very yeah, very intelligent man. Very I mean, very intelligent. I like listening to him talk, but I mean, I like listening to uh, Doctor Carson talk too. And he he was not presidential. Didn't, didn't Trump call him back then, sweet Ben Carson, like yeah. attacking Ted Cruz for yeah. attacking Ben Carson? I did see though this morning they were talking about um, 
that Tim Scott is really making a good play, and he's getting some really – he's a sleeper. Hey, look, it, look, the, the rule – talk about breaking rules when necessary. Right now, the rules – everything's off the table. My second – I can't believe these words are coming out of my mouth. My second favorite candidate behind Trump right now, it ain't DeSantis. It's RFK. You're like I watch, I listened to some of that. You were talking about that yesterday. I listened to some of the um, Joe Rogan interview. Yeah. I was driving and I didn't catch all of it. It was like three hours long or something like that. So. I mean, and look, I mean, I ain't, I, again, I, I've said it since I started this radio show. I'll get to vote Democrat when I'm dead, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to hold off. But he's let me maybe favorite second favorite's not the way to say it. Second most interesting candidate well, is RFK. And hey, it's better to be interesting than bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, of course, again, he's and running he's against the incumbent. well, too. Yeah, but I mean, come on, like, he's running against the incumbent president. I, it's just, that's a tough, unless Biden resigns or, or, or unfortunately passes away or something, I don't know that any other Democrat, whoever they are, is going to be able to, it's hard to unseat an incumbent president in the primary. And, um, but I do think, what do you think about Tim Scott? Uh, well, you know, I, 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 were you on here that day that I talked about I like Tim Scott? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, his, after his appearance on The View, I like him a lot. Now, a lot of my listeners chimed in to let me know that he was deep state and all that, and I didn't need to like him. But sorry, I, I like what he. I liked his message, and you know, I, Clay B. I, I got to the beat of my own drum. You know, whatever. But I can see. Well, he's already a senator, and he ain't doing anything, or a congressman, whatever he is, senator, 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 senator. I get all those confused. Uh he's already into. He's already part of the swamp and ain't doing anything. But I liked him. I liked you know, and he's from South Carolina. You know, he he makes a very interesting VP choice. Um, I know you taught, you had said this before too. You know, it ain't. I was like, well, you ain't gonna, you're not gonna garner any of the black vote because of him, right? Because they're just gonna Uncle Tom him and all that, and, and none of that matters anymore. But if you could get, if, if you could carry South Carolina, you know, I think that's important. Or you and, could, and, it, and, it, and you said it, it helps with the. It eliminates the racism conversation. Yeah, it eliminates that. It also, it, I think it peels off independence. I don't I think, think it, I think it does. I, I think don't think it does. eliminates the racism conversation. Black folks have proven good and well, and white liberals that they will call anybody the black face of white supremacy that disagrees with them. So I don't, they'll just say that uh, he's just a black face of white supremacy, and he too is might as well be wearing a Klan hat. Well, it's kind of like uh, the uh, the left calls everybody a racist and the right calls everybody a communist. It's like doesn't matter what you do. You know, that's kind of my experience. And, and so, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it's still gonna there's going to be a race co- conversation regardless if he was VP or not. But what I think he does do, which is which is kind of cool if you're a Republican, is he peels off independent voters yeah. for you that are already shaky on Biden right now because of everything. <laughs> and uh, he he does he he gives you that where somebody like Carrie Lake wouldn't give you that. Like something like her is not going to peel off any independent voters, but Tim Scott's going to be able to do that. No, I agree with you 100. percent Look, I like Carrie Lake personally. I'm just she's an attractive woman. She's fiery. She's she's a pit bull. Mm-hmm. I like that, but she has zero political experience other than she's you know ran an election. Whether we can argue about whether she won or lost, it got stolen. Whatever. She, she ain't governor of Arizona. She has zero political experience. I know Trump's now. Been the president. I don't know that having political experience necessarily matters. I can make that argument. I just don't think it sounds great. But does she, but to your point, does she bring a single voter that wasn't already voting for Trump to the table? I don't think I so. I think you make a great point about Tim Scott peeling off some independents. I don't think Carrie Lake peels off a single independent. I don't think anybody else says, oh, it's a woman. We've proven with Hillary Clinton to being a woman. You know, go with her. I'm with her. That nonsense. That don't work. 
Yeah, and I don't know that having a woman candidate works for Republicans the same way as it does for Democrats. I think that's more of a – that works for Democrats better than it does for Republicans. But the uh, I think Tim Scott softens Trump a bit to the public yeah. for you. And uh, and he and he's – like I said, he's making a lot of hay and people like him. I think he's the one to watch. I really, I really do. I, I think Rodden DeSantis came out there because he was doing well in Florida and people liked him and stuff. But his – national campaign has been kind of a failure to this point we got to take a break but let's come back and let's play an alternate universe where trump's not running okay we'll be right back this is the clay edward show with sean york run on 103.9 fm wyeb breaking rules when necessary welcome back in to the clay edwards show we are live here in the clay show.com studios this segment is going to be brought to you by my friend and yours miss Tina at Patina Hair Studio right there in Ridgeland. Nothing better than being able to go get your hair cut, getting that massage chair, the, the shampoo station, which doubles as a massage chair. Men, walk-ins, heck, and women for that matter, walk-ins are welcome for cuts. Uh, if you're getting a color or something more extensive, you may want to make sure you get an appointment so you're not waiting all day. They do manicures, pedicures, and more. And what's cool is you're going to get a style that you can replicate at home. You're not going to leave the. You're not going to leave the the hair studio, get home and not be able to make yourself look like how you left there. And that's important because uh, you want to look good, feel good, feel good, play good, play good. The pay is good, and you can accomplish all that at Patina Hair Studio. Check them out online, patinahairstudio.com, or Facebook, Patina Hair Studio. Hey, they're hiring right now too. So stylist, if you're looking for a job, check out Patina Hair Studio in Ridgeland. It is one of the premier. Hair studios in the area, and uh, Tina's a really cool chick to work for. So check them out, Patina Hair Studio. All right, so I wanted to play a game, a little alternate universe, where Trump is not in this upcoming election for whatever reason. As you said, he he he's on the submersible viewing the Titanic, or whatever the case may be. Do you think he'd keep that as a keepsake? He's like, I want to, I want to take the whole Titanic and put it at Mar-a-Lago. It's huge. <laughs> it's huge. It's huge. Um. Uh, who is is DeSantis the next guy? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so at all. I think he had a lot of uh, he he did a good job in Florida, and I think that was clearly shown by the election results. And he had he won Miami Dade County, which is a Democratic county, and uh, he had a lot of crossover appeal. And everybody thought that was going to translate into a national campaign, but you know, as, as many uh, presidential candidates learned. It doesn't always do that if you're not you're not always ready for showtime and right, you know it's like welcome he got there it was kind of like welcome to the NFL okay and it just it's it just it's just changed for him. Okay, I'm gonna tell you this: Trump supporters aren't gonna back any of those clowns that were in his cabinet, right? That, mm-hmm. that, not you don't want Mike Pence, no, the leather no, leather vest, no, no, Chris Christie, no, no thank you, uh, Nikki Haley, who, uh, you know, no, none of those people. Vivek Ramaswamy, I, I like him, but I can't pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I understand that problem. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. You can relate. I can relate. Um, so it, I think that DeSantis would end up being the, the number two there. I, I think he would default. I know Trump people are mad at him right now because he has the audacity to run against Daddy Trump. But I think he would end up being the next man up. And I like a, I like a, I like a Scott, I like a Scott, a DeSantis Scott ticket. I guess there's Carrie Lake floating out there, you know. She's not in the race right now because I think she's sitting. She's hoping she gets that vice presidential nod. But 
with the people in the field currently as it stands, I would say DeSantis Scott. I mean, I could well, obviously he's polling number two behind Trump, and he's you know, he's got he's got a lot of that kind of support. I just his uh, his rollout of his national campaign has been a disaster, and um, apparently he's not very good at retail politicking. And we're really early in this thing. I mean, but we're he, so early in this. He went thing. out to California the other day and just body slammed. Uh, Gavin Newsom. Did he? I just didn't talking see about that. What, a, what a crap hole California was now, and how it used to be the land of dreams, and now everybody's moving to Florida. And yeah. you know, well, I mean, it's partially true. I mean, a lot of people are moving out of California. It's several issues. I, I mean, it's still the world's fifth largest economy, but there's you know, obviously tons of issues there. I just think that he's had a he's had a horrible, uh, difficult time with this rollout of this campaign. Maybe it would be different if Trump wasn't in the race, though. I mean, so you'd have to if Trump was in the race, maybe he would have had a better rollout. Maybe it would, it would have been different for him so far but i think he he's going to eventually flame out um and uh but without that your whole premise of this was what if trump is not there does it change things and it could you're right i mean it yeah. could change for him if there isn't uh because the, like the other people you mentioned are certainly not as strong as DeSantis is right now yeah. um the only one again i keep thinking is tim scott's got a got a run at it but um i like scott but um the other ones i don't know i mean i don't think chris christie's going to make a play there's too many Republicans that are mad at him and have been for several years. And Nikki Haley does nobody really knows who she is. It's one no. problem. You know, we've talked about this a little bit before too. You've got to be careful. You know, if you want any of the black vote, it's got to be somebody that that black men will vote for. And uh, same problem the Democrats have. That's why that's why the Democrats can't run a gay out there because the black man ain't voting for a gay guy. Well, Pete Buttigieg ended his campaign after South Carolina in 2020. Yeah. I think we saw that, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. I think that was, an, that was definitely an issue. Um, that I know I'm kicking. I know I'm bouncing around a little bit here, but I mean, I, I've spoke my piece on, on, on the uh, without Trump narrative. I think that if there's no Trump, it's DeSantis. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. I think Trump voters would wipe the tears and go, you know, and, and wrap their arms around DeSantis. We like, we loved DeSantis until he – Everybody dreamed of a Trump DeSantis ticket on the Republican side. That's mm-hmm. all you heard mm-hmm. for the last several years. Trump DeSantis, Trump DeSantis. The second DeSantis said he was going to run for the seat, it was, well, hold on a dang minute. You're a New World Order, neocon, swamp, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, hold on now. Yeah, He was none of these things until he said he was running against Trump. Yeah, I mean, do you think just um, like just like how Democrats abandoned Trump the second he said he was running as a Republican because he was a Democrat before for a yeah. long, long time? I mean, um, what do you think? Okay, so we but we do live in a world where Trump is here, but what about the world? Kind of based on what your premise, a world where Trump is in now. We know he's indicted. Let's say he's convicted. Trump is convicted and drops out of the race, or he drops out of the race at this point. Does DeSantis still get that same support after running against him now? Since we live in that world. Well, they're going to have to give it to somebody, right? Of course. I mean, they're going to, they're going to have to support somebody that's not a Democrat. Somebody. I mean, I don't you know, know if it's Mike and, Pence and, and The Handmaid's and, Tale, but if if it's the current, if it says it currently sits and mm-hmm. nobody else steps in, I'm just looking at people who are currently running, not this dream list of people. You know, I don't want to play the Democrat game of trying to pluck a celebrity into into the role. What's Stone Cold Steve Austin doing? You know, Ted Nugent is running yeah, for the Ted Nugent, or <laughs> you know. I uh, just let's look at the people that are currently in the field. I think it's it's got to be DeSantis. I mean, so you don't think that the Trump voters, or if Trump uh, gets out of the race or he gets convicted, that they're going to still be mad at DeSantis for running against him and and they're attacking each other right now? Well, what are the other odds? Not voting? No, I mean, do, do you think their support may swing to one of the other several candidates? I, 
I don't think. I mean, there may be a little bit. Let's just say I would think 75% would move over to DeSantis. The other 25% may shift around. Mm-hmm. But I still think overwhelmingly it's DeSantis. Like, does t- like someone like Ted Cruz get in where hardcore far-right conservatives love Ted Cruz and evangelical Christians love Ted Cruz. I mean, he could get into the thing, too. He did pretty well last time. I mean, he, he could. And he has mended fences with Trump folks mm-hmm. over the over the years, taking Trump's back and stuff when few others would, possibly. But I think that's... Sh- I think that has come and gone. Let's take a break real quick. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show. All right. Welcome back in. we got about a minute left. Sean, I appreciate you coming in today, brother. Thanks. I appreciate all the calls, the texts. I know there's a couple of y'all left on hold. I do apologize, but life in the big city, as Kim Wade would say. Uh, Got a pretty cool announcement. we got Mike Madison live in the studio today. He'll be coming up right after me, followed by Jameson Haygood. And then uh, we have our national shows midday. And then Kim Wade, Radio Strongman, will close it out 4 to 6 live right here on 103.9 FM WYAB. I'll be back here tomorrow. What's tomorrow? Thursday. And then Sean will be back in the studio with me Friday to close out the week. And we will know the results of the submersible by Friday. Yeah, we will definitely know the results of the submersible. The memes are on fire. We're praying for them, but I ain't going to miss the opportunity to have a good meme. What if about the great conspiracy they're all mega Republican donors and this is just a way to make them go away? We'll find out. Stay tuned. Peace. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.